I listened to Nancy B's episode a few nights before we released it. At the time, I was texting with Nancy, who was insisting that she didn't think she could bear to listen to her own interview. But there are two things in particular that I loved about this conversation. The first is Nancy's growth toward vulnerability. Because of Nancy's unique situation, she's been through similar treatment cycles a few times, and she knows that she'll likely go through a similar cycle again. So it's easy for her to mark her own personal growth through the various treatment cycles. What I loved hearing from her is that this time around, things have been easier for her. Is she stronger now than she has been before? And that's a complicated question. She has the benefit of experience. She knows the drill. But what I heard Nancy say was that the reason this time is different is because she is accepting help and talking about her experience. She has a community of folks around her who won't leave her alone. In previous times of sickness, she described having to put on a happy face as she tutored kids. This time, she's telling people when she doesn't feel good and when her blood work comes back all out of whack. The flip side of this is that she has someone to tell when things are going well. Brene Brown says vulnerability is a risk, but it's the only path to deeper connections and meaningful experiences. Nancy's taken the risk to be authentic and vulnerable, and it seems like it's making her life easier. Brene Brown also says vulnerability is our most accurate measure of courage. So is Nancy stronger this time around? In a way, no. She said that this time is wreaking havoc on her body. She's really tired of it. But in a way, her ability to admit that and share her weakness has made her stronger. I love a good paradox, and the idea that someone is more courageous through admitting struggle really strikes that true paradox chord for me, and it seems to be playing out for Nancy as well. The other thing that I loved about this conversation is Nancy's laugh. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. People who are sick continue to have access to the full range of human emotion. Nancy has plenty to feel sad, worried, and angry about, but she has a lovely way of seeking out joy. She's got a bum leg, and she laughs about dancing in circles because she only has one leg that works. She laughs about her short hair. She laughs about her daughter calling her a nerd. She even laughs about losing 20 years of longevity. Nancy could, with no judgment from me, spend her time and emotional energy wishing things were different than what they were. And I'm sure she's had her moments. She did talk about being angry with God. But it seems that what Nancy has learned and what I can learn from Nancy is that it is what it is, but also it will be what I make of it. Viktor Frankl said, everything can be taken from a person but one thing, the last of the human freedoms, to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances, to choose one's own way. I get pissy when I'm stuck in traffic, but the wisdom of a Holocaust survivor and a young lady living with a brain tumor for 20 years says that I can choose my attitude in any circumstances. I hope that more and more, I'll choose to laugh like Nancy. Nancy did end up listening to her interview, which I think was another courageous move. Here's what she texted me after she listened. She said, so here's an interesting takeaway. I've never really listened to a recording of myself before. I thought my voice was lower. Low man voice, big man muscles. I've been fooled for over 30 years. What is happening? Nancy, you're amazing and hilarious. Thank you for your vulnerability and your laugh. As always, if you or a loved one is living with a life-limiting illness and would like to tell your story, 
please contact me by phone, through social media, or email me at dttypod at gmail.com. This is Dying to Tell You.